Hello, everybody, and welcome to Slasher, a delusional look into the art of horror and all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. I'm Adrian. I'm Stormy. <laughs> and I mean, this is, I guess, like a bonus episode, really. Um, just an excuse to invite Ree back onto the pod, our fave. Hi, Ree. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Doing well, doing well, you know, getting by or whatever, whatever that means anymore. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> right. We're here. Right. You know, here, queer, as always. That's the vibe of the podcast. Um, but pretty much all this is, is just, uh, well, I guess by the title of the episode, just some recommendations with Rhee. Clearly, if you follow Rhee on Twitter, they are just consistently throwing out like the most amazing movie titles and just like literally laying out there for everybody. And so obviously wanted to pick Rhee's brain and just kind of see what you could bring to the table in terms of recommendations. Cause clearly you've opened up my mind to, uh what's out there and what i could find and what i could consume and i thoroughly enjoy your suggestions always so thanks for joining us of course thank you thanks for having me as always love being with y'all um so what do you have i guess like what was like the theme what what do we have going on this month uh i decided to continue with y'all's love is a bitch (laughs) you know we don't know either Love is just sucky, but <laughs> Valentine's Day, and I mean, not all of them are like negative. It's just I wanted to incorporate like if there's a romance in this horror, but also m- most of them are anti anti romance. So. <laughs> okay, I love that. We're here for it. <laughs> well, um, I wanted to put together like I don't know the flow that I thought of is like. If you were going to do all day Valentine's Day movie watch, this is what I would recommend. So uh, the first one is one that is kind of, I think everybody kind of agrees that they like it, but I've also not seen enough people for my taste <laughs> talking about it. And that would be A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which is the um, Iranian 2014 film. And it's about a it's about a lot of things but the short version is that it's about a vampire walking around at night encountering people and their reactions to her and her reactions to them so it's just a very good like take on like flipping rape culture and the idea that women can't do things by themselves and like you know the whole idea of women can't walk alone at night because it's scary and men are gross and you never know what's lurking so it kind of takes that and like flips it on the head and makes the prey the new predator and like the theme of vampire but it also touches on things like addiction and poverty and like even family dynamics and having to like what the main character um Arish's dad is an addict and just by coincidence the woman who's a vampire encounters his drug dealer so they develop like a friendship between Arish and the vampire knowing that this drug dealer is like this dude like not the best guy (laughs) he's ruining lives around you know around there that's crazy I've heard a lot of good things about that movie actually and it's been like on my radar I guess is that that's the thing people say like I've known about it for 
a couple of years now. Obviously, it's been out for a bit. So I'm excited. I'll have to check it out. Where can you, is it like available to stream or? I, I want to say it's on Shutter, but I could have just put it there in my mind. <laughs> I know that I own it on Voodoo. Oh, okay. So, oh yeah, it's on Shutter. <laughs> so good to know. Um, and they do have a lot of really good foreign films. They're, they're oh, yeah. really good about that. Shutter's amazing. And this isn't the only, um, and I just wanted to put trigger warnings in there too. So there is like trigger warning for drug use and um, addiction. Because it does depict someone like shooting up multiple times. And I know some people <coughs> are sensitive about that, rightfully. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, so what else do we have? Um, and then the next one I have would be Sugar Hill, the 1974 film by Paul Melansky. It's one of my favorite black exploitations ever, and it's a zombie movie, but it's also a romance. But it's not a romance because her lover dies, <laughs> but it's like avenging your lover with voodoo. So Ooh. that's why I think it. So it follows the story of Diana Hill, who her boyfriend is killed by a mobster trying to buy out his uh, club. Ooh. So, you know, it's always with me, there's going to be some anti-capitalism in there because <laughs> capitalism. So this is a very <laughs> anti-gentrification movie. <laughs> and uh so yeah, he kills her boyfriend and she goes to the she goes to a voodoo priest who then priestess who then conjures a god of the dead and he gives her zombies to avenge her <laughs> lover's death. So she just pretty much uses zombies to kill a bunch of white people. Ooh. And there is a scene where she gets into like a bar fight with this whole <laughs> obnoxious white bitch that has been tormenting <laughs> her the whole movie. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> okay, I what do, I want an army of the dead to just like uh, like hey um, <laughs> just we gotta go and take some people out real fast <laughs> exactly. the army of the dead I love that. <laughs> and it's like the most beautiful zombies ever like they have pearlescent eyes and oh. like the women zombies nails are silver it's like such an aesthetically pleasing like it's beautiful that's why i really <laughs> love everything in the 70s the whole era of the 70s their camera work their like costuming they really paid attention to detail like even in the black exploitation because i don't like that word but <clears throat> yeah they do it was the uh i mean the obvious trying to bring in a lot of those like bright colors and just mm -hmm. trying to make things aesthetically pleasing um also how 70s does it sound to have like a mobster kill somebody on like you know from like buying a club or like trying to buy like the, that was 70s <laughs> that was very sad. I mean, <laughs> the monsters since the 40s they've just been like <laughs> shoving everybody uh -huh. out like, right. but i know like 70s is like crazy with it because like that's like when mm -hmm. Scarface came out and like the godfather and then goodfellas was not too long after that so like the mob <laughs> was like hot hot commodity yeah <laughs> in the 70s <laughs> until the early 80s which we love but this is a much more interesting take on like premise of it love that yeah and of course always it's race related because it always is like you always think that you can come and take a black woman's 
shit but no like she's gonna defend herself she's gonna use voodoo and get them zombies <laughs> and it's just like yeah. black zombies killing white people <laughs> the power <laughs> i mean honestly oh okay i love i need to watch that movie. and i love diana because i also noticed i was just watching a bunch of 70s films and women being photographers was really like a thing in almost every movie that i've watched recently diana was a photographer uh, another one of my recommendations that i'll get to later one of the like models her she gets into like an argument with her boyfriend he's like why do you want to be a model why don't you be a photographer it's like <laughs> what is this like women in photography during the 70s that was like your job <laughs> like the only way you could be like creative as a woman in the sense take pictures nothing else <laughs> exactly don't speak though <laughs> Always, uh, uh well that one sounds amazing what else do we have uh my next one is nurse 3d i never shut up about this movie if you follow me on twitter you know i don't <laughs> so, like, it's um a 2000 2000- we appreciate it though <laughs> yeah <laughs> I try. Um, it's a 2013. I consider it a B movie because it's not the best. And I think that it's intentional. Like, I think it's campy. I think they know what they're doing. They just were like, we're going to make a sexy slasher. <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing. My tea. So it is following the story of Danny, who is a nurse that's just graduated into, um, I guess, I don't really know how nursing school works. (laughs) I guess you graduate and then you go into a hospital and then you're trained by a nurse at the hospital. So her mentor, Abby Russell, is essentially the cornerstone of this story, the one who's slashing people. So Danny becomes more involved with Abby than she expected. <laughs> so, and so uh, Danny notices things in her life start going wrong as she's befriending Abby. Uh, it's just, it's just a wild movie. Like from start to finish, it's just great gore. Um, Ooh, love that. The cast is like one of the most amazing. I love it. It's nichely Nash. What? It's, what? Yeah, the Corbin Blue makes an appearance. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, Corbin Blue with his shirt off. We love. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Adrian oh. Soul. Push it. Push it. <laughs> yes. Very much yes. Okay. <laughs> but it does have like kind of a problematic theme. Because it, I mean, she kills people who she deems are cheating or unworthy, or I, I mean, obviously, people don't put a lot of thought into their murder. <laughs> like, let's be real. It's whoever she wants, very dark yes, just... Whoever I want, I'm gonna make up a reason to throw you into this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. Very that. As long as you see that it fits. <laughs> so, um, and there's one is a trigger warning for a drugging and assault scenario and that's that's what I feel like they kind of handle problematically in this movie like it's just kind of glossed over and like taken as cheating rather than like but I mean they did that in Midsummer too but it really was yeah (laughs) exactly yeah I guess they weren't like paying attention to like they it's like the 
it's not like the 70s where they're very heavy-handed and they're like obvious like storytelling in relation to like assault and things yeah. like that the early 2000s is very weird with like like you said gloss over everything so i'm glad we're moving out of that <laughs> yeah but it is a very like for people who like bad movies and it's a very good gore movie like the cgi is kind of iffy because it is you know not the best <laughs> but <laughs> if you're looking to watch some men get killed it's, it's always a good one <laughs> exactly top of the list like i said they knew they were just making a sexy slasher that was their <laughs> entire that they didn't give a fuck about nurses actually i do remember there was like like pushback from the nurse community about this because no. they're like, this is gonna make not want to like join. I know. I was like, they'll take it seriously because they didn't take it seriously. The angry nurse brigade. <laughs> Sexy slasher sounds like an aesthetic that I <laughs> exactly that you need. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I'm gonna do a, uh, a how do you say that? Boudoir. I'm gonna do like boudoir. a shoot boudoir. Okay. I'm gonna do a shoot, a sexy slasher boudoir uh, photo shoot. I'm just gonna be <laughs> all the best lingerie, just living my best fantasy. Ooh, <laughs> just a dead man next to you. <laughs> That's our first uh, photo shoot as a, podca- a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. yeah, full ginger snaps moment. I'm gonna be like taking pictures of like my mutilated body, <laughs> but it's art, so it'll be all right. Exactly. My favorite scene, though, is she just, like, murks some dude, and there's some guy who finds his body, and is like, oh, no, should we call the police? Do you have a phone? And she's like, yeah, yeah, and immediately, like, calls her Italian place, and is like, what's the specials today? (laughs) Me. Me, too. (laughs) Mid-murder. I'm (laughs) hungry. I also love the word murk. (laughs) Offs. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it's a catharsis thing for me. Like, right. I know that people I've seen like other um bi pan people dislike it for the way that it handles the uh assault scenario, which I totally get. And but like I said, for me, I it's my catharsis. I don't mind seeing you know, all slashers are problematic. We can't, oh, yes. <laughs> we can't control <laughs> fictional, <laughs> fictional whims. Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, I guess instead of like again, modern takes are trying to be yeah. a little bit more uh, self-aware of what they're presenting. But yeah, anything in the past, you have to it. You have to watch it with a grain of salt. I think a lot of the times, because yeah. even if they're trying to handle the themes well, it's it was still a different time. I mean, like going back to like, as soon as that, but honestly, it looks adorable from what I've seen, at least in terms of the Google images I've searched in this conversation. <laughs> so I'm very excited. It looks like you do have to like get it or like pay to rent it on Amazon. Um, yes. But if you have- uh... Wait, it may be on Tubi. Oh, maybe. I'm pretty sure it's on Tubi. Ooh, we love Tubi. We do. <laughs> we truly do. We love that free sheet. But, um, if not, I mean, it's like three dollars to rent, so have a ball. Uh, right. We have? <laughs> do we have anything else? Um, we have Trash Fire, um, the 2016 psychological thriller by Richard Bates Jr., the guy who did Excision Ooh. and Tone Deaf, as well. Oh, okay. This was my first film of his, so <laughs> Trash Fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, the title Trash Fire. Uh, 
and it's about a couple that relationship is on the rocks and they soon find out that Isabel, the main character, is pregnant. So she forces him essentially to reconnect with his estranged family. And she soon finds out why exactly they are estranged. <laughs> I like this already. <laughs> it's so good. I We went into it blind, like not knowing anything about it. Just like, hmm, what's this? I was crying. Like it's so funny like the uh. dry humor in it is so funny but then it escalates into like the the dry humor stops becoming funny because it's just like you see how like painful this family is to like their themselves and like the people around them and it's just very one of those things where you're like if you ever wonder like why your partner is the way that you they are you know go meet their family and that'll usually tell you <laughs> interesting yeah that sounds like a very uh like an interesting premise it's like meet the parents it's one of the wildest movies i've ever <laughs> seen honestly like um owen is played by adrian Griner. oh he's fine and uh yeah Ooh, so fine <laughs> isabel's played by Angela Trimber. And then Pearl, his sister, is played by um, Anne Lynn McCord, Violet Anne Lynn McCord, who uh, was also in Excision. Oh, yes, I do see the that. The main character. So. I love a little family trauma with my horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. I mean, obviously it's frightening in of itself like putting yourself in that situation i think that's the fun part with horror is like even like everyday things like meeting your partner's parents can be terrifying yeah but it's obviously just you know exaggerated in a sense but Mm -hmm. that's fantastic but this one does have a trigger warning for religion because trigger warning for religion and suicide mentions because um, the opening scene is him in therapy and it does and that's another thing I like about this it does like show them in couples therapy and his therapist is also hilarious but it's just if I know sometimes if you're not in the mood for it that kind of dry like nihilistic humor won't hit but I feel like when I'm in that mood I want to watch it so if you're ever like mad at your spouse, I don't know. <laughs> Just like, give it a try. Watch this movie. <laughs> and this one is on Tubi. It shows that this one's on Tubi, so love that. That's another another one I own on Vudu. <laughs> and I I just don't know how to describe this movie without like any further without spoiling it because it's just <laughs> it literally from the jump dramatic and then just escalates that's all (laughs) it was very much like a hereditary situation but not like it's not supernatural or anything but okay interesting okay cool i'm excited for that one yes and i think for my last one i have i wanted to end once again on another like sexy mindless one (laughs) (laughs) and this one is strip nude for your killer and this is another uh 70s this one is actually traditional gaia so (laughs) this one again another wild one that is just for fun it's like (laughs) 
So the premise is after a model dies during an abortion, people from her agency start getting killed. So (laughs) this... And it's just, like, the most ridiculous, like, all this movie is, is everybody in this agency is fucking everybody, and, (laughs) like, it's, like, a whole, like, triangle, but it's multiple triangles, and so they're trying to figure out the triangle within the triangle, like, why everyone is dying, because how are they tied to this girl who died? So that's, like... (laughs) Wait, 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 so they're mindlessly fucking at this abortion clinic? No, no, they're, like... (laughs) No, the place where she works. Like oh, okay. that's where it comes. Yeah, no, no, not the abortion clinic. It's the modeling agency. I was like, I was like, I guess it makes sense. I was like, we're getting into some interesting topics here. Yeah. Oh I was like, it makes sense. I guess if you're gonna fuck endlessly, you might as well just do it in the abortion <laughs> <clinic>. Protection. <laughs> right. I, you know, but that's crazy. No, no, it's like. Yeah, the model gets an abortion, and people that she works with start to die off. at her job started. Yeah, start to die off. Interesting. And it's just boobs slashing. There's one like crazy bisexual lady who's like my favorite. <laughs> of course. <laughs> also, and it's one of just the like truest forms of guyo I've ever seen. Like this person, and it kind of reminded me of the leather man the leather dude from uh american horror story Uh i feel like that concept has some gaio inspirations oh yeah very much for sure and (laughs) because this um this killer wears like a full uh motorcycle outfit and complete with a helmet and this black gun we love leather (laughs) <laughs> yes. Not him murdering with a fucking helmet on his. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna add this list, uh, this movie to my my uh, birthday list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is another one that is on Tubi, so that one can be streamed for free. That is so crazy. That one sounds so fun. I wanted to do more fun ones than I mean the trash fire. That can be not fun, depending on your mood. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be real. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just blood, boobs, everybody (laughs) fucking everybody, several love triangles, and then, you know, slashing. And there are, like, a lot of really weird sex scenes in this one, though, but it's just enjoyable. Like, just laugh at them and move on. Like (laughs) I'm watching the trailer. (laughs) <laughs> like immediately watches the trailer because i mean it sounds like very like traditionally something that i would be very into it's so 70s like the score is the most funky <laughs> thing face. For here. <laughs> oh my god yes this is hot i'm like <laughs> i'm live reacting to the trailer it's just hot people and killing that's all <laughs> it's just... oh my god yes oh my god yes oh yes this is so 70s this trailer doesn't even like this trailer just shows you everything (laughs) um but yeah it looks amazing and it's available on tubi which is awesome (laughs) but yeah okay so that was your last recommendation i think so yeah our first installment of recommendations with (laughs) Brie. rex with three oh my god if i was like super like 
if I was a photographer, like a woman in the seventies, I would like set up a shoe and I would like have uh read, like do um, like the stupid pose in rec that you see, like not stupid, I guess, but the picture that they always post of her, like pointing, like trying to reach to the camera at the end when she gets dragged out, I would have reset up. I would have redo a whole photo shoot and just like Rex with re and then like direct label or like the. That's exactly what I was thinking of the though, movie title. I saw the title. Yeah, Rex with re and just getting dragged out of the. <laughs> that should be the end. Should be getting dragged away. That should be the end of every episode. <laughs> It'll just be like the outro. We'll do a video. Just like an outro. I love. Um, okay, so we only have a couple minutes. I guess since we have you, I do want to kind of pick your brain. So have you been watching like anything else? Is there anything else that you've been watching that's uh, recent or anything new that been really cool? Uh, I actually just went through this. All well, we just went through, through three. Oh, you got to three. Yeah, I think we're on three. I think I did get through three. Maybe we're on three. Was this your first time watching Saw? Um, I've only seen the first one the fourth one and jigsaw so literally like beginning middle and end yeah <laughs> she's like so, i need to know the whole story just not all the details i know how it started i know how it was going on in the middle the end was kind of cute that's crazy so did you enjoy your first viewing of the second movie then because we just watched that one recently i did i don't I almost like it better than the first. I do too. Definitely. Number two is my favorite. It's good. It's just, just because I like how you, I, but I do wait. No, I have (laughs) seen the second one because I was like, oh, I know how this ends. So I think I've seen the end of the second one, but I had never seen it all the way through. So it was like closing the story. (laughs) (laughs) But also the second one is like, people post about that one all the time like i wouldn't start with knowing like everything about it as well because i feel like people talk about i mean the like the needle pit is something that people mm-hmm. on twitter are, like always mentioning or talking about so i mean it's one of those ones where i kind of went into it and i kind of like expected like what was gonna happen but it was still nice like the twist got me at the end and i was like living for it i just didn't the fucking whoever that man is the fucking idiot like we can all just turn around and look at each other's numbers like <laughs> What was the point of right, all right. of this? These dramatics, like, ruined it for everyone. It was so but... simple. A simple, like, team cooperation, but... <laughs> but no. I'm going to but... murder each other. He just has to run around yelling. And then remember the numbers. Like, he also has to, like, not only murder people, but remember the, like, <laughs> order of everything. Like, no. Oh, I'd be fucked, like, two people in. I'd be like, what was the first one? Fuck. Exactly. Or instead of turning around and be like, what does my number say? Exactly. <laughs> just cuts his neck off. Also, that I did gag though when he cut his own neck. Like, what? <laughs> Psychopath. So unintelligent. So stupid. A meathead through and through. The worst. <laughs> and the only other thing that I watched was Blackula, which I really Ooh. enjoyed too. On Shudder now? <laughs> it is on Shudder. But it was also on sale on Voodoo for like four dollars. So, <laughs> yeah, gotta get them when you can. Uh, I guess with Saw as well, though, what was your favorite trap in the second movie? I guess the third, the first one didn't have too many things going on. I guess I don't even know. Like, 
I feel like I didn't like any of them, which is oh. weird. Like, yeah, none of them were terribly memorable to me. But I mean, the razor one, just because she was dumb. Oh, right. And you, I was like, just think <laughs> you could just like, <laughs> push it. Right. Like, but she just you know. sticks her other hand in, even though there's no medicine <laughs> left. The other one. <laughs> Yes, all- <laughs> so many things wrong. I think that was my takeaway from that movie entirely. Like every decision they made was wrong, so I couldn't even like like what was going on. I was just like, those poor just- people. Even the guy who his eye had to be perfectly aligned with the fucking bullet hole. But I mean, I don't know. Jigsaw's like fucking psychic or something because he just like, everything was perfectly meticulously placed for all these people to stupidly do everything what that he's expecting them to do but that's what we love <laughs> people getting murdered in ridiculous ways the premise is all <laughs> that's all it is i don't okay watching them though these two don't really strike me as torture board no they just outdo themselves more and more each time yeah because they feel very uh i still a bit grounded i feel like the first couple movies at least i haven't seen the third yet so i don't know what's going on there but i know i have no idea at all of anything that happens in that movie so that's gonna be like a complete the first and second people talk about so frequently i knew kind of what was going to go on but i've at this point from this point forward it's all fucking new and i'm so scared so scared. the only thing i know is the like rib trap but Ooh. i don't know where that that's a good one <laughs> no ma'am yeah <laughs> or oh there's a carousel shotgun trap that's fun oh yes <laughs> yeah i've heard about that i've never actually seen it in action but i've seen the rib one <laughs> i'm gonna scream uh i know uh, wow i can't a carousel shotgun trap sounds amazing but i hope it's like soon because that's i hope it's soon because i'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sit through these movies and not be fucking pleased. (laughs) I need it immediately. Um, Well, I guess thank you, Rhea, of course, for joining us. You'll be back soon. So (laughs) heading into March, uh, we have some, uh, I guess, oh, I guess I should wait till like the other episode. But I mean, March is like my birth month. So we're just doing, well, what I decided to do for my month was to reach out and have a guest on every episode. So we will be back very soon. discussing i mean get out obviously so yes 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 that's probably gonna be one of our longest episodes oh yeah it's gonna be <laughs> ridiculously long i'm scared to edit it <laughs> i'm excited because it could go we could do two parts I <laughs> we just do, honestly down <laughs> <laughs> i love that movie so much we can really talk i'm gonna be oh my god wow i'm excited Wow. Okay. Well, big things coming up. <laughs> big topics to discuss. Um, but yes, Ree, thank you so much. Uh, where can everybody find you per usual? Um, you can find me at Spooky Ree on Twitter. That's S-P-O-O-K-I-R-I-H. <laughs> One letter left. <laughs> and... Okay. Well, we have less than a minute left. That Zoom is scaring me. Um, <laughs> so... I don't know, Stormy. <laughs> you can end it, I guess. This feels like a collect call. I have to wait to, <laughs> I have to make a stretch. You can find Slasher on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle at slash underscore her underscore pod. You can email us. You can follow us on uh, 
TikTok. You can send us emails. We want it all. Fuck it. Thank you again, Reed. We can't wait to have you on monthly. So yes. Yes. All right. So we love everybody so much. Everybody stay spooky. Bye. Bye. <laughs>